0: How do we make sure our business is sustainable in the long term? How can we stay ahead of surprise renewals? Which of our suppliers are essential? And which should we rethink? These are the kinds of questions that procurement leaders are facing on the heels of the pandemic. And with 95% of sourcing and procurement teams experiencing some form of disruption in 2020, its effects aren't going away anytime soon. For many companies, The answer to these questions might require a complete reimagining of contract management. I'm your host, Danielle Guernsey, and today on The Workday Podcast, we're diving deep into contract management and its role in elevating strategic sourcing within the business. Today I'm joined by Kanda Rozier. She's the founder and president of Collaborate Consulting, where she focuses on procurement transformation, sourcing excellence, and cost improvement. Before starting her own business, she was most recently the CPO of Global Procurement and Real Estate at NTT Security. Welcome, Kanda. Thanks so much for joining
1: us today. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me on the podcast.
0: Of course. So first off, I noticed that you identified yourself as a procurement evangelist on LinkedIn. And I really love that term. So I was hoping we could start with you just telling us a bit more about yourself and your journey and what the term procurement evangelist really means to you?
1: Well, I'll I'll start with the last part of the question. So, you know, by definition, an evangelist is someone who publicly and passionately promotes and supports a cause or an idea. And I feel that's what I do with procurement and sourcing and supply chain. I am absolutely passionate about the best practices, about how to transform organizations and how to to really elevate the stature of procurement and sourcing within a company. So that's why I call myself an evangelist. I'm glad that it resonated with you. A little about my journey. I've been a chief procurement officer and also sort of wearing a couple hats, head of global real estate and facilities at several global companies as a part of those roles taken each of those organizations procurement and sourcing through a major transformation different transformations but through transformations in terms of digitalization automation as well as process policy procedure organization and ultimately shareholder value
0: i totally agree that you know evangelist it's it's such an active term right and i think it really does take that kind of energy and action to propel sourcing forward and to really undergo and drive these transformations. So I I just love that you notice that and identify as that. So we know that procurement has always been an integral part of the business. But to your point, when you're speaking about all these transformations, I think procurement itself has undergone quite a transformation in the past couple of decades. And that's really only been you know, exponentially accelerated in the past two or so years with the disruption caused by the pandemic. We're now on the heels of that. We're kind of coming out of the pandemic. But yet again, we're entering into even more economic uncertainty, right? There's worldwide inflation. We have supply chain and stock market volatility. The energy market's been heavily disrupted. All of these factors are creating price pressures that are challenging businesses, really across all industries. And of course, that deeply affects procurement. So I was wondering if you could take a few minutes just to talk about kind of the state of procurement today, as well as the trends that you've been seeing in your own consulting business.
1: You know, you're absolutely right. The transformation within procurement, I think has been visible to to a large degree, probably since the, uh, you know, the early 2000s. And, and it's accelerated over the last 10 years and then to your point wow and you know since the beginning of the pandemic the last two and a half roughly years we've seen an acceleration in terms of pressures on procurement supply chain and sourcing and, and of course business in general but how procurement has had to adapt and respond has has really, come under a microscope, I think, in the last two two plus years. And some of that has created new and different opportunities for how procurement is evolving and how sourcing is evolving. And then along with some of these new evolution points, it's also accelerated and and really put almost in the crosshairs. And I, I mean that kind of in a good way procurement in terms of elevating the stature of sourcing procurement and supply chain as a part of a company's overall risk management program. And so I think there's a lot that's been at play. And and so where does that lead us in terms of trends that I'm seeing? I think that one of the trends is that risk management used to not be part of a typical conversation about procurement and sourcing. If you think back 10 years ago, it it was very rare that it was part of the conversation. Now risk management is absolutely top of mind for companies, for CFOs, and for procurement leadership. And so I think that's been one of the, the very good new changes that I've seen is the role of risk management and the role of procurement in not owning risk management, but in really being an active participant in using and enabling risk management for a company. And and I know that one of the topics for today's podcast is contract management, and that certainly risk management and the role of contract management are are very closely aligned. And then, of course, there's other aspects of risk in terms of general supply chain and, and cyber risk that that wasn't part of, of the discussion 10 years ago and absolutely is part of the discussion now. And the other thing that I would add in terms of a trend is the pandemic and the impacts on companies. And as you point out, all of the continuing pressures that are beyond the pandemic in terms of financial, economic, geopolitical, etc. You know, there's so many pressures on companies now. And that has really highlighted the importance of how procurement can help companies do more that they should be doing more efficiently. And technology then becomes a a key tool and a key enabler to that. What systems do you have? What visibility to data do you have? What ability do you have to look holistically across an ecosystem of systems and turn that into proactive business decisioning for your company. Right. I apologize I may have sort of gone down a rabbit track.
0: No worries. I definitely want to hit on a lot of these points a little bit later on, so thank you for bringing that all up. What I I think I'm hearing from you and really correct me if I'm wrong is that the time is now for procurement. You know, we're seeing this increased emphasis on risk management, like you're saying, this increased need for businesses to really understand what their contracts mean, what what they're really getting from their suppliers. And amidst kind of all of this disruption and all of this uncertainty, sourcing leaders are, are really the ones who can help maintain that business continuity. But as you were saying, I think one area that can be especially challenging for Procurement leaders is contract management. Even the largest companies often are storing their contracts, you know, across different databases and email chains, maybe they're in shared drives, sometimes even in desk drawers. It can be really hard to stay on top of contractual obligations and mitigate that risk for companies. So I'm curious what you think the role that contract management plays in taking strategic sourcing to that next level.
1: It's a really interesting question because the ownership doesn't necessarily lie with procurement because, of course, legal in, in almost all companies and often uh, a risk management or audit governance control function in a company has perhaps the the primary ownership of, of contracts management. But as relates to supplier contracts, if procurement isn't not only just on board, really an equal partner in the solution for contracts management. My experience is it won't succeed, mm. and often procurement has to be the driver. Because, and by the way, I've always said my best friends—you can't see—I'm doing air quotes. My best friends in in most of the companies I've I've worked in have been uh, the attorneys, because I've known as a procurement leader that. I can't be successful and I can't get my job done, nor can my teams without the legal department. But often attorneys say, we're going to support you through the legal process. Great. The contract's been negotiated. It's been drafted. It's been signed. And as you said, we've put it in anything from the file drawer to the pile in the corner of the attorney's office to the email string to maybe we scanned it and We put in a few keyword indexing in our system and legal's done with it. So it falls to procurement most of the time to be staying on top of that supplier contract. And that's everything from knowing when are trigger points that you need to be aware of. Early termination, out clauses, auto renew dates or or notices to avoid auto renew dates contractual obligations on both sides and one of the conversations that I've often had with business owners with the key business stakeholders is that procurement can't know how the supplier is performing we're not going to be part of the day-to-day interactions with the supplier we're not going to, to know is the the supplier meeting SLAs we're not going to be tracking KPIs necessarily for for a supplier so it really takes the partnership with the business stakeholder who is day-to-day dealing with the supplier and also knowing on an ongoing basis what the business's roadmap for using that supplier for whatever the goods and services are that you're getting from the supplier and you've got to have the relationship between procurement and the key business stakeholders, and then back with legal. So you've got a close-knit working relationship that has to be very balanced. And my experience is that often procurement ends up being the initiator and the driver in that multi-party relationship, sometimes out of necessity, sometimes out of default, but usually because procurement actually can kind of sit in the middle. The business owner will be coming to procurement probably if there's issues, and procurement already has the original relationship with legal in terms of the contract negotiation. So it, it makes sense that procurement is really in a leading position for how to drive this internal relationship around contract management and contract oversight.
0: Definitely. And I really want to hit on a point that you're saying where there's an opportunity here for procurement teams to use that position as kind of the driver of these stakeholder relationships and really step up and not just support their businesses, but actually guide them you know, through these tricky waters that we're seeing. We have those very volatile supply chains, very uncertain demand. And I think part of that process, not only having great collaboration between all of the different teams that procurement works with. But I think part of it is also just embracing technology, right? So I want to talk a bit about that now. We've seen this giant leap towards digitization across the business, but especially in procurement, which has been very historically underserved when it comes to technology. And with so many teams, they've shifted to remote work and stakeholders and suppliers, you know, they're spread across these different geographies. Procurement is can be really challenged with ensuring one that they know where all their contracts are and what their obligations are, but also that they're keeping in line and step with their stakeholders and ensuring that those suppliers are are really delivering because procurement, of course, is not an omnipresent force. They're humans as well. So they they really need to keep in lockstep with these stakeholders. So I wanna know from you how how does technology play? into leveling up not only contract management, but ultimately the entire procurement organization.
1: You made a great point earlier that I want to bring back into this discussion, sure. and that's that the pandemic and remote work and now what we're seeing that I think will be, at least for the foreseeable future, some sort of hybrid that is still f- going to be pretty heavily weighted towards some degree of, of remote working. That has really crystallized the necessity for systems and technology to enable you know work across the the whole of of a company's business but but in this particular example specifically around procurement sourcing contract management supplier engagement and then of course the stakeholder and i i think that One of the big lessons that we've learned, and it's one of the things that I'm seeing from some of my consulting clients, is that if you don't have good systems, and by the way, I'm putting an S, plural, systems on that, if you don't have good systems with a reasonable and adequate amount of integration between them, that you aren't going to be able to really be successful in this remote environment. Because think back pre-pandemic, if you had a question about how a supplier was performing, or if your key stakeholder had an issue, what would they do? In many companies, they'd, they'd walk up and knock on your door. They'd lean over your cube wall. They'd call you and say, let's go meet up and have a cup of coffee. right? And you'd talk about it. If you really couldn't find the contract not to fear, go down to the legal department, go in somebody's office and say, hey, I need your help to find this. And you know, you might be sifting through some, some boxes or something, but, but you were in proximity to the information, whether it was the contract, whether it was the supplier performance description, you had people near you that you could just go and try to work this out. And I know we've all gotten very comfortable with and very used to working remotely with things like video sharing and Zoom and Teams and all the other platforms, but I suspect that many people would acknowledge that, yeah, we couldn't have gotten through the pandemic without those, but no, they don't take the place, they don't solve what we really need from a business collaboration. And I think what we have seen is the best way to really solve and enable that business collaboration is with systems Mm -hmm. and with transparency and access to data and data that has been aligned between the various systems and the various stakeholders.
0: And I think you make really an important point i want to hit on what you were talking about a little bit there's this you know connection between technology and the the truly human element of procurement right when you're going in and knocking on doors and you're making friends with your legal department and things like that that is still so so important to what procurement is and i think technology it can certainly be this great tool to help teams manage those stakeholder and supply relationships. But it's just that, right? It's a tool. To really get the most out of your tech, you need to do the groundwork and make sure those relationships are solid, which is why, you know, emotional intelligence and empathy, they're such huge parts of being in sourcing and procurement. And when people think about technology and all these new systems and things like that, I think sometimes that human peace can get lost, but it's it's so necessary and it really needs to be there before you even start digitizing.
1: You're absolutely right. You summed it up, I think, really well. Technology is a tool. It's an enabler, but it it's simply a piece of the puzzle. And without that empathetic relationship, without knowing somebody well enough to be able to maybe admit you don't have an answer, but you've got a problem and you need your colleague to help you with something. Having a relationship that lets you do that is is critical and i think that companies sometimes look at technology solutions as as a panacea the silver bullet it's going to solve everything and and it usually in my experience doesn't take too long before they realize that not only do they need this organizational alignment and organizational relationship building But they also need to go back and look at their underlying processes and policies. If you take a tool, you take a system, and you implement it, and you implement based on whatever your probably longstanding legacy policies and procedures are. There's an expression that I've heard since I was a kid, and it was, If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I think that is one of the things that I see as being one of the biggest challenges to technology implementation and also perhaps the single biggest differentiator between success and I'm not going to say failure, but success and less than desired success. And so you can't just say, oh, we got a solution. This is great. Tick the box, tell management all's good, Mm -hmm. because that usually will come back and bite you in a not terribly distant future.
0: Yeah, definitely. So when we're thinking about implementing these systems, we really have to go back to really the fundamentals of the process and understand what needs to be improved there before we can we can move on? So I wanted to move on to my next question, and I'm going to put you on the spot just a little bit, but I'm very curious and I'm sure our listeners are as well. What is one thing that procurement teams can do right now to improve their contract management processes and ultimately elevate sourcing to a more strategic role in the business?
1: Wow, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... That if, if you're really saying what is something that is within procurement's purview to be able to decide that we're going to go do, and the procurement leadership can say, I'm going to take this upon myself and I'm going to go do it, I think that thing is raise the issue within mm-hmm. your company. Because a lot of companies I have seen don't actually think they've got a problem with contracts, they mm-hmm. say, We've got a great legal department. Yeah, they got the contracts. They've got them all. Let's assume they've got a system. they got them all archived. Don't worry, we've got them. And I think that what procurement leaders can do is to start the dialogue as a multidisciplinary discussion that involves whoever the key stakeholders are in the legal department and in your governance, risk, and control department. And then possibly within operations or product development, depending on what kind of company it is, to say, we need to look at this. Maybe we've begun the journey, but to really look at it from a journey along a maturity model and to get that discussion going within your company. Because procurement can't drive it alone. I've seen procurement leaders who have tried, where they've said, here's what we need to do and it falls on deaf ears because they don't have the buy-in they mm-hmm. don't have that business stakeholder collaboration so i think the the single thing that a procurement leader has within their power to do is to get the dialogue going to raise it to the right group of people within the company's leadership and i think very quickly you would see that in particular the risk management organization the internal audit department very probably your operations whoever's engaged with overseeing the use of the supplier for whatever whatever the goods or services are being used for i think you'd see those people go yeah i'll be part of this discussion and then collectively that group is in a much better position to start to present to the C-suite, to, to start to get you know maybe the CFO's buy-in that this needs to be something we need to look at. And it's not like you're looking at a three-year life cycle, right? You're not trying to say, I need to go reinvent the world here. It's a discreet enough problem that you can kind of get your arms around it, so to speak, within a company in a, a pretty reasonable amount of time and show the the payback, the ROI, both in terms of real dollars and risk mitigation and mm-hmm. risk management.
0: Thank you for that. I, I really hope our listeners will uh take that advice and run with it. I think you bring up such an excellent point where, you know, procurement, they're very uniquely positioned in that they have all of these, you know, cross-functional relationships that they can leverage to get that stakeholder buy-in and and really affect change within the business. So I have One last question here before we part ways, I'm going to ask you to look into the future for us. So I want to know, what what do you see on the horizon for
1: sourcing leaders? I think that what you're going to see is procurement having to go through a lot of change over the next couple of years. As we hopefully continue our emergence from the pandemic and deal with the long-lasting ramifications in terms of economic impacts, supply chain disruption, procurement's going to have to take a real proactive role within companies to say, from a sourcing supply chain vendor management perspective, we have learned a lot over the last several years. Now. What do we need to do from that? Again, I'm really big, if you haven't seen it already, on expressions. Mm -hmm. And there's that expression, you know, those that don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Procurement needs to really recognize the role that they have in helping the companies and their organizations, and, and from a functional perspective, learn from the history, learn from these last few years. As I look into the future, I see a huge opportunity for procurement leaders and procurement teams to help drive real, lasting organizational transformation, but also a challenge for procurement because I think procurement is going to have to pick up the ball on some of this and carry it and be willing to take a lead in helping with that transformation and ultimately where i see that going is mm-hmm. that the role and the scope of procurement has a huge opportunity to expand both in terms of breadth but more importantly in terms of depth and importance within within a company
0: thank you for that it seems like it's going to be a very very exciting time for procurement in these next few years and i think even beyond that i really love that Procurement is now taking this more active leadership role, and I I just can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah,
1: me too. Thank
0: you so much for joining us today, Kanda. I I so appreciate your insights into how we can use technology to develop stronger relationships, how we can mitigate risk with our contract management, and ultimately how we can up-level sourcing in the business.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I love being a part of discussions like this because it is such an exciting time. So thanks again for, for letting me share some of my thoughts.
0: We've been talking about strategic contract management with Canda Rozier from Collaborate Consulting. Don't forget to follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And remember, you can find our entire catalog at workday.com slash podcasts. I'm your host, Danielle Guernsey, and I hope you have a great workday.